It's a gift and a curse, but I just think it, 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 it stopped a lot of running to the same success doors. You know, the same people that had a lock on certain things lost their grip because they didn't have it. You know, people figured out they was blowing smoke. So I think the pandemic not only cleaned everybody up, but it was cleaning up a lot of bad business that was in the industry. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. Get some of the motherfuckers out of the way, you know. Um, right. But, you know what I'm saying, you've been busy, though. You've uh, definitely uh, put in work, man. You just dropped a, a very dope project. I recommend my listeners to go out and check it out right now, Tony the Manifesto. Um, man, it, it's real musical um, stuff, man. This is This is great. How long did it take you to put this together? When uh, I started working on this record 14 years ago. Wow. So it is like when I when I start working on music, it, it doesn't really take me a long time to make a song, but it yeah. I make music for different places. Like I make music for a situation that, 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 that didn't exist. So when I made some of them songs that didn't exist, Certain people, it, certain people, wasn't um, on top yet. Like so, if you had a certain kind of music, maybe your music wasn't the music to break the music per se, but maybe somebody in a better position could show people the definition of what you're trying to show them. So, with a lot of the artists that have came out since I've made that music, it, it, it kind of solidifies what I was thinking. I didn't change none of the lyrics. All the lyrics are based on what I think of the time and what I think of a time. It could be in the future. It could be tomorrow. You know, I try to designate a time. So with Tony the Manifesto, it's like a diary of mine. And it shows that if you stick to your grind and you have something to say, your music will play the same way. I went through a period where I had to go through some transitions of life. It was like as soon as I lost my house and all that kind of stuff. And I had to go through some things. So then that took all the confidence out of them songs. So I pushed them songs back until I had that confidence because it wouldn't have matched where I was going. So this is how I ended up with 48 songs. I'm working on the second version of the manifesto. It's called um, Fanta Morgana. So these are the other songs that I made, like, years ago. This is like, you know, everybody was just getting into auto-tune. You know, it was like a lot of stuff was going on back then to where when I was doing the music the way I was doing it, it wasn't really perceived as in. You know, it wasn't in. But if I play them today and you just heard them, they didn't have to be in. They just had to do what they supposed to do. If you told me that you liked the music, it did what it was supposed to do, you know. And then that's what the artists need to do is capture the audience to like you rather than chase the audience. You know what I'm saying? Let the audience come to you. Don't chase the audience. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are chasing to, to get an audience. And when you chase to get an audience, a lot of your material turns into shock value. Now, I, I used to have a funny joke that I said, uh, if I walked outside with one of them uh, George Washington wigs on, people going to laugh at me. 
Right. Yeah. They wasn't laughing at that dude in that wig in the 1800s, though. Right. Yeah. He Part had some clout. Yeah. The dude that walked out with that white wig on, he he would he would have sent you going. But right now has no bearing on today's time. So whoever you was threatening years ago, it probably don't even sound like a threat right now. These dudes are killing each other now. So how is your, I'm going to get you, what you going to call it, and you're not even saying their names. These dudes are saying names. They're saying mama's names, addresses. They're saying everything. How can you get past that? How can you get past that? You can't. You can't. That's a destination. You can't leave that. The music that I have is going somewhere. It's still going to fly. And I know for a fact that the music that I made wasn't made to compete with anybody but be a blueprint of how an album and songs are developed by people that are not the front men. You know, I, I wasn't really a front man, but I definitely know the blueprint. So I kind of like show some of the guys that, and girls that, that don't have the energy to put their music out. But if you have an expression that you know you made up, you should continue. Because most people out there that love music, that don't make music, are always looking for their expression. And you can never get enough of different expressions. People feel different every time. So if I'm playing beats that still was stood 14 years ago, I wasn't making them for that time. Now you can tell. If I told somebody I was going to drop it 14 years later, they would be like, oh, you weird. But this is 14 years later. That was 08. We know all know what we were doing in 08. Everybody yeah. knows. That's listening. Know exactly what you were doing on in 08. Did anything in 08 come to, come to, you know, you were able to use in 2022, 2023, 2025? Like, you have to, some of the music ain't made for right now. And, you know, if you quick at the draw on everybody to hear what you're doing, then you're just going to make music for right now, and when it come out in the future, it's going to be dated. Yeah. Anybody yeah, that's rapping like trend. has been rapping. Go ahead, sir. It's going to be like that? a trend. It's just going to be like a <clears throat> something, you know what I'm saying, that, that it's for that time. But what you're doing, you're making stuff that's timeless. Right. It can happen anytime. Yeah. When I, when I was taught by the, the Marvin Gaye, and, uh, you know, and um, the Luther Vandross, the, you know, uh, all, the, all the people that music is timeless, they wasn't talking about themselves. They were talking about an expression that anybody can grab onto. A lot of these artists are making IDs, and I can't grab onto it because I can't vouch for that. I don't know what you have done accurately. I don't know. But the, the other artist gave you a reason to want to be better when you listen to the music. They didn't listen. You listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire. They don't put you down. At the end of the record, you don't feel like Maurice White got way more money than you. You don't care. You don't know what Philip Bailey's fucking anybody. You don't know. You don't know. They didn't leave you with that. But we still are left with them and left with inspiration. And that's where the, that's where the music is. We got enough time to play around with it. But in today's time, if you want to talk like that, you're not going to fit in the future. You're going to stop doing your music 
once you get older, and it sounds hideous. Because add yeah. salt and pepper. They can't do some of them songs at the age they at right now. And it's not like I'm saying nothing about them. It's like if I said that back in the day, they would have been they would have shot me down. But it's 2023 and uh, 2022, and guess what? They can't. So why why even do the music that can't be in your future? That's called a shock value song. And shock values can hurt you in the future. Something yeah, something that's popular at the time. May not right. be popular in a couple of years. I'll tell you, maybe totally against the saying of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was laughing, like, when all these guys, these young guys, and they saying drip. You know, and I got the drip. Yeah. And I was like, in my day, that was like gonorrhea. <laughs> like, how did gonorrhea yeah. turn into a good, a good word? <laughs> Real I remember Yo-Yo called me, and she was working on a rhyme, and she said something. I said, and you like guys with what? <laughs> you know, so sometimes if you, uh, uh, well, you know, she was saying with the drip. And, and I was like, Yo-Yo, you know what she's saying. But, you know, of course, Yo-Yo's out there, and, uh, you know, she deals with a lot of young young people, and she got me with that one. And then, and then the flurry of the, the drip word came. Um but back in the day, when you listen to my music, there's no fad words. I don't say other people's words. So I don't relate to other people by saying for sure or, you know, you know what I mean. You know, the, the connection words. I try to eliminate those in my songs so they don't be dated years later, and I won't be saying, that's fresh. In the song. How many people Where, think of that? That's brilliant, man, to be real, man. Props for that because, you know, most people are just thinking of the here and the now, and that's it. Right. You know, um, where, where, where did you get that mindset from, man? Did you develop that early on, or is that something you, you developed over the years? It, I always thought of music as sequels. So yeah. when you get a part of it, it's more to it. It's just with you, what I with. What, what, what the world could take. They could take this part, but if I add this as a part, it'll be too much. So most of the time, it's, 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 it's always a bigger picture. And a bigger picture refined is a better picture. So sometimes when you see, when I, when I see an artist, I see the big picture. I see him being a crackhead. I see him being a trick with the hoe. I see him drinking. I see him crashing his car. I see all of this. In one encounter with a person, I see the big picture. Now, if I already know he's going to be like that, then I should already be trying to stop it. Yeah. Then he's going to be mad at me because I'm hating today. But that hate is going to turn to love when he figure out what I was doing. And then later, yeah. that's why I'll be living in the future. I tell somebody to stop. Not, don't stop today. You should have stopped a long time ago. But if you stop today, you're going to stop in the future. But if you go tomorrow, I don't know how long the future you got. So no. if you stop today, I know you're going to be not going to be doing it in the future. But if you do it tomorrow, you know how I go? So this is how I make music. This is how I find artists. It'd be a bigger picture. And then I kind of snub it down to the good parts. And then you're like, oh, okay, like Jack of the Beat. Jack of the Beat is a a real prime example of me breaking everything down, a bigger picture to a one idea. Yeah. The whole idea was about us getting appreciated 
everywhere. Because sometimes Legendary. we'll go to a city. I was just huh? gonna say, man, I put you in there, you know, with those cuts, cuts and scratches, and and just overall right. talent. Um, I I put you there with Ready Red and, and uh, Mr. Mix. Those are my other two favorite DJs, man. Um, oh, geez, man. I'm you guys had the right ability to, to blend things together, man. This is just perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Did you? Uh, I mean, it's just like, it's like like I was saying, it's just like kind of like basketball. When we see yeah. the game, it's really fast. And if you go to the game, it's even faster. When you're watching it on TV, it's slow down because you take a breath. You know what I'm saying? But when we look at music, I can slow it all the way down and and hear everything. And people are like, oh, like, I, I can hear when the ambience has changed. So when people do vocals, I can tell. If they did it somewhere else, I can my mind is just tell me their voice is condensed, their voice is something is restricting something, and then the people are like, "What's wrong? Something's wrong with the vocal." And then people think I'm crazy, but I just hear the roundness, the full circle, three degree, you know, three three D of music, the behind the music, like what what does behind the artist sound like? You know, yeah. when you're behind the artist and pushing forward. Does that have a sound to it? Is it backwards? You know, so I try to get behind every sound, and I'll be like, okay, that sound was layered. And once again, that's something being concentrated, spread apart, and I can put it right back together because sound can only be so many things unless it's mimicked. So if you're mimicking the sound, you know, you have so many ohms that you deal with that you want to capture the audience in a certain part of the song, a certain home, you know, you got to know where those are. You know, you can't, these songs right now, they're dealing with the, the fifth the fifth note. They, they're dealing with the, the low ohm. And the, the low ohm, if you look at, if you look at what that frequency does, it, it gives you t- testosterone. It makes you stronger. So this is why the tribal people had the low drums. Because that bass do something. The ability to move things with it, didn't they? (laughs) So when you start listening to rap in the beginning, it was a symphony. It didn't have the drums yet. New York had drums, yes, but the drum sound wasn't there. The sound is here now. This is why the new era of hip hop has the best sound only because the speakers have changed, you know. So now when you introduce this low-end sound, they're ODing on it. And it's supposed to be a pleasure, like the, like the, the high part of Patti LaBelle's song. That was a treat to hear her go that way at the end. But now they're putting Patti LaBelle in the hook. They're putting the, the, the yelling part in the beginning. Like, where is the climactic part of these songs? They're just so put together, so digital, like me and you were saying. What comes after disco? Disco with digital yeah. and synthesized is going to die. It has to die. You can only edit a picture so many times before it's just not a picture anymore. Yeah. So this is where we're moving to in the future, is knowing that the sound has to have, it has to be presented equally. You have to have your pre-chorus. You have to have your 
monologue area. You have to have your two-bar turnaround. You have to do this. This is not happening right, right now because it was the same thing that happened to disco. And disco killed R&B because R&B has some too many changes. So now we get to the disco. What came after disco? Rap. Bam. The changes came. This is how the changes came. It gave them variety. It was a whole bunch of rappers. It wasn't just one R&B, we are the world, kind of ready for the world, Jerry Curl guy. Or, or a guy with, looking like Prince. Or, or a guy looking like Michael. This is one genre that brought so many different people. Right? So this is where we are today. The music is synthesized by disco, and it's, a drawing, it's drawing so much attention to hip-hop. They want to know what's the essence of hip-hop, because hip-hop is not what people are doing when they sell records. That's rap music. Rap music is for people. Hip-hop is a way of life. Now, Hip-hop is being prostituted and shook and robbed and took out of his culture to where the people, those abundance of people that the Internet has attracted is going to segregate, and only the real going to get the real hip-hop in a digital form. So right now, y'all getting a form of music because nobody knows that the ohms are changing with the bit rate. So when the bit rate gets to, uh, you know, terabyte to 49. When we be able to get a terabyte 49, then you're going to go back to, I don't want no more electric music. I want to hear Tyler Bell again. I want to hear goddamn Anita Baker again. I don't want to hear no digital girl singing in high pitch all day. I like it. I used to like it, but I used to like uh, pop rock, but I haven't had those in years. You know? <laughs> this is what music is right now, pop rock. It tastes good, but it's almost dangerous. <laughs> That's a very deep perspective. Let's go to a song right here. This is uh, Not Going For It off the uh, Tony yeah. and the Manifesto, which is available right now. Please get it in support. Uh, we'll be right back with Sir Jinx. Don't go nowhere. Let's go.
watch that company you keeping. Keep the boss from around you while others are appearing. It can be your best friend, Cole. You can't see him over a badass bitch. Why well, put you in a mausoleum? Niggas thought they knew the G-Code, but it wasn't them. Patience is a virtue, knowing how to win. Separate the bullshit and know how to divide it. An asset, a two on a ten when you represent everything you rich. All you do is fill it in. Feeling like a Mac when I walk in. Never discouraged from the worries, cause it never defines me. Have the courage and the hurry to put it all behind me. It's a service to my life and everything around me. Pass the verdict, who thought he'll fuck it all off? Life is a minute when you think about the loss, when generational wealth is the cost. I let too many in my circle. I let them make it get too close. The jealousy in me shows. Won't you make it take me more? I'm not going for it. 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 I let too many in my circle. Gotta appreciate that. Not going for it off the project. Tony the Manifesto by Sir Jinx. Real hip hop right there. You know what I'm saying? You're definitely one of the best from the West, but you've worked with people from all over the world. Um, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you got lined up uh, for uh, 2022, 2023? Um, who are you working with now? Right now, I got my plate a little full. I'm kind of happy the way it, 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 it's working out. Like I said, you know, we we moved to a different situation in life where some of the people from the back have taken on more responsibilities just because, you know, we, we know what's going on. You know, we know the process. And uh, I've been working with um, J.O. Felony um, and his company, um, you know, to, to make sure that um, he, people can hear his music. You know what I'm saying? Like some MCs, they just love the studio. They love what they do. And everybody don't have, you know, a Pete Rock or, you know, a, you know, a, a premiere to be right there to kind of mix their stuff, put it back together, you know, put it up. You know, he has a company that he sets up. I mean, that he had already, you know, um, and also I'm dealing with Gangster from the Comrades. I'm um, assembling his, his, uh, his, his, uh, his music, like all his music, I was trying to say like his archive of music, but um, um, he has like eight albums, you know, that we, we're working on. I'm sitting in the studio right now, um, and we're just reintroducing that sound that the people love to hear when some of the West Coast kind of veered off a little bit. I know everybody got on the Internet and they like what other people are doing, but don't say that you don't want authentic West Coast. You know, some of the West Coast guys I know out here don't listen to uh, the kind of music. I mean, popular yeah. music is popular music, but some some of the, the popular songs don't 
don't go right in in the cars that's out here sometimes. They, they you know, they want to hear a tempo and a cadence that, that they understand. So it's, it's not that's a good time. thing. It's not a bad Right. It's not a bad thing. It's just like, you know, when we, we used to go to, um, years, years ago, um, traveling to, um, uh, to Atlanta. So, like, when this going all the way back, like, to the 80s, like, like 87, like, 80, 89, 89, somewhere around there in Atlanta. So then, you know, that's, that's what Atlanta was then. So then, you know, we come back, like, maybe 92, 93, and it's the same thing. So we, we, we I come back, whole nother thing, come back with exhibits. Come back. We got a brand new. I'm on a brand new platinum out. You know what I'm saying? We we back in. I'm back in Atlanta again. Same thing. Same result. Terrible. It was fucking terrible all the fucking time. But the reason why it was terrible because they were on a different cadence. Yeah. So when we come in like once upon a time in the whoop, they was like da 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 da. If we was bouncing like that, they would have got it. But no one figured out how to double time the West Coast music. It was kind of hard to do it. So they would just sit there. But late years later, they was like, no, nah, we was grooving to it. It's just y'all real slow. Like, we was like, what are you saying? Y'all slow. But no, they're not slow because they double time the 52 BPMs to 130, you know, BPM. So that's what, you know, what made Down South dope and also gave West Coast a reason to start doing triple tongue songs because they would take off a little bit better, and you know, when, uh, going down south. So you know, the cadence of, of dealing with down south it, it, it changed, you know, throughout the years. You know, so I, I, yeah. I kind of got off this topic, but uh, no, 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 yeah. man, that's great because uh, I love the south too. Different regions of the south. Yeah. If you listen to what's popping in Monroe, Louisiana. You know, um, it's different than what's popping in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? In all these regions, they got underground talented artists, as you know, because I'm sure you've been well, 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 uh, now, now, all now, these areas. I remember, I remember what I was saying. I was just saying, like, it wasn't like we wasn't good. It was just the fact they were just into a different cadence. So now yeah. in life, the whole world is on the down south cadence, like the drum, the drum cadence. And... um but when you go to Japan, you know, Australia, you go to different – Thailand, you go to different places, they, they still want to hear authentic, uh, uh, you know, too short. They want to hear authentic, you know, SIBO. They, they don't care. That, that You know, it's like how the guys out here go crazy over the Japanese or, you know, the Chinese, uh, 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 Chinese movies. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, Cass was really on, 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 the, on the karate movies. You didn't want nobody from – your hood making a karate movie, it wouldn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So when you go where they go, they love this gangster shit. They love it like it's what it is. Like, it's funny that the mobsters from the past, like the mob, they had a sound to them, you know. But the crazy thing about the Italian, you can hear it already. You can hear, you can hear the sounds in your head when I say Italian, mobster. They had a sound to them. So the crazy thing is West Coast gangsters came with a sound. So when you go around the world, 
they how me and you walk in the room with a big cigar and hey, what's going on? We'll play that music. But nobody plays that music as a child. They will play some Snoop Dogg. They gonna play some DJ Quick because that's authentic gangster shit. They don't want a person from their city or their town doing gangster shit. So that's what I try to tell my gangsters, my gangster rappers out here is keep doing what you're doing because if you got a lot of shit, shit turns into fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real I don't talk. give a fuck. If you got a lot of bullshit, a lot of bullshit turns into fertilizer. So we can use it anywhere. They love it. And it's just that if you have an enclosed mind and you want your next door neighbor to laugh and, and, and cheer and, and be happy for you, then that's something else. But if you want your music to be around the world, it might be taken differently if you just keep it authentic. Don't mix it with nothing. We don't yeah. want to hear that version. If we wanted yeah. to hear that version of it, we would have done that version of it. Oh yeah. But I hate yeah. when people, any dude get killed on TV and all of a sudden he's a rapper, an inspiring rapper. I'm an inspiring millionaire. You don't never say that about niggas. Oh, he got yeah. shot. Inspiring millionaire. <laughs> never hear that. But now they got anybody that's in the slum. They really trying to take down rap music. You never hear a person say, oh, the dude was shot up some shit, and he's an inspiring country artist. You know? <laughs> you know never. Never. Oh, she was busted stealing in Walmart, and she's an opera singer. She could sing, but she was on hard times. Like, you never hear that story. Dolly Parton's beefing with Garth Brooks, (laughs) you know. Right. None of that shit. You do hear about when the country dudes beef. I do hear about the country. But the country dudes beef on stage. I like that. They they talk their shit, but they go home and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, country music be fucked up. Don't get it fucked up. Them niggas kick your ass. <laughs> they <laughs> they stay in their place. That's the cold thing about country music. Country music was the first rap music. You got to know. Rap, country music was doing it first, and then country music married with rock music, and hip-hop was made. That's how it happened. Because rock music was when, when, when James Brown was trying to keep up with the rock that will not keep up but make the rock music, the rock and roll music he was making, that rock and roll music he was making was the baby, was the DNA of hip-hop. And the other part was country music, because they had the jingle. They had that already. Now, I don't know if the niggas I saw some um, video on uh, Facebook. Uh, It was one of those funny videos that you share, and it's a hillbilly beatboxing. And it showed these old hillbilly cats from the, the 50s or something, and they were beatboxing, but doing it in their own way. Yeah, I'm just saying, we called, it what we, we <laughs> called it what we called it, but I'm not yeah. saying it didn't exist already. I mean, you got to know that when you were sneaking in, the, in, in at nighttime listening to Benny Hill, Benny Hill had some bars. I don't know if y'all <laughs> yeah. ever said, but he was busting like a motherfucker to me. I was like, damn, he ran one of them standing. He was busting, I swear to God. So when, when um, that's what I thought. You know, I'm saying like, damn, yeah. it's, it's, how could I say that cadence? But back in the day, that cadence was whack. That was real whack. The Benny Hill, the um, um, square dance kind of um, flow 
was terrible. But I'm going to tell you something. That same flow is what every dude is doing now. Like that triple, like, you know, this is listen to rappers and rappers must do. Like the part that UTFO used in that one little part. You know what I'm saying? This is the, 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 and they did the scratch with it. You know, the ch 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 They did, you know, they used to say, very, this is very, very, this is very, very. That was the cheese part of the song. That was the almost the candy. But this is what rappers of rappers was do. That's the candy. Now everybody's song is this is the rappers. The whole song is that one part of Roxanne Shantae Yeah. The whole industry has changed to four bars. The goddamn not even four bars, like a half bar of a line of an educated rappers verse has became the entire rap industry. Mixed with Red Rat. Is that his name? Red Rat? I'm not sure. Red Rat, Jamaican guy? It might be. Red Rat, 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 Red Rat, whatever, whatever. I, you know, I'm a DJ. So I know for a fact that that Red Rat dude, he he got to be older, but he changed the entire world. The whole world sounds like him. And if y'all don't know who he is, go look him up. I need you know a big man. You want? Oh, you don't want to little? You don't want the little? No, you don't want the little boy. I need you want a big man. She want a big man. She want a big man. She want. He was doing that shit for years. The whole thing that everybody is doing right now is in his key and what he's been doing. So they can't put no wool over my eyes. I'm just not gonna do what dude doing. And I pray you ain't gonna, gonna let that right. happen. <laughs> you, you ain't gonna let no one pull the wool over your eyes. Uh, but I tell you, what, we are going to go overseas. We are going to go overseas. I'm going to bring my brother Sin on from France. Um, yeah. I know he's got a couple questions for you. Sin, you over there, DJ uh, Lord Sinister. Yes, sir. So hi, hi, uh, Scott. Hi, legendary Sir Jinx. Um, What's up, dude? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, can I tell us about Baxter J? Uh, the song Picnic uh, and uh, how it was to collaborate with. Uh, the R&B famous singer Jeva Lover for your album. Well, say it again. I can't. I can't. Rec- I can't. He, make uh, I'll, I'll read it for you. Yeah. He said, uh, "Tell yeah. us about the song Picnic and how it was to collaborate with uh, R&B singer Jared Levert on your album uh, Chastisement." Oh man, that was that was one of the best times that I had, and you know, being a musician and. Uh, just being by myself, that was a real time. I was uh, by myself, and I was, you know, trying to figure out music. And in that song, it was like, you know, representing family. And I had did the track um, with this guy named Norris. And um, and uh, so I had did it by myself, and then I had a couple, a couple other people get on the song with me. And then um, it was crazy. Uh, we it was it was almost getting ready to go. We was almost just gonna call it a day because the guy Norris sounds just like Eddie Levert. So I was really going. It's so nice to see, and he sounds just like him. But he we know he wasn't him, but he still had that. All oh, the folks in love together. He still had that, and I was like, oh, it still it sounds like a newer Joe Levert. I mean, a new Eddie Levert, right? So I'm at a club one night. And we chilling, you know, me and my guys around the bar, and I see Joe LaBert walk past. So I looked past, I said, oh, shit. And we in the studio 
we just came, to, you know, left the studio and came to the, to the bar just to take a little, you know, take a little, you know, get a little drinks and hang out, take the edge off. So I see Joe LaVert. So I'm like, hey, man, I, I got a song that I'm working on. I'm down the street. If you come, how much you charge, I'll pay you whatever. He's like, don't worry about it. Come on, let's go. So we left the club. This is real-time shit. We go to the uh, studio, and we make that song. And he take that, I take the other guy off, and uh, Gerald came, and um, and um, I paid him. And he probably didn't know he was going to get paid, but he probably didn't know we were going to Cherokee Studios either. <laughs> like, you know, I left Hollywood and went to a banging studio. He didn't know me from a hole in the ground. And uh, after that, me and him was friends ever since. And then he got more adapted into um, hip-hop music and started, you know, doing songs with people. We, I think he did a song with Yo-Yo as well. So he kind of stayed in the family, and uh, it was a real loss when he left us. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Okay. So it was crazy. I just, he was just happened to be at the club and said yes. He could have been an asshole. But then later in life, I end up knowing a girl that was on, that was his background singer. So then I started, you know, being around him, even though he worked with me. And then he started knowing about my real music. Because when I approached him, you know, he didn't know about the ice cream stuff and nothing like that. He just thought I was a dude with a chain on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I had some money. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was, he was like, not, that, not that he thought he was going to get a king of money, but he didn't know. Uh, you know, I, I stole this story to him and it turned out to be good. And now I have a, a timeless song um, with um, Joe LaVert. And I, re- I, I released it again as a four-song uh, e- four EP with different versions of the uh, Picnic song that I did. I did, like, three different versions of that song, different speeds and everything. Oh, that's okay, right, right. Yeah, the cover also of the, the album Shape This Month is very dope. Dope cover. The album. Right. And what did he say? He said it was a dope uh, cover, uh, too. A dope album cover. Yeah. Well, the yeah. album cover of The Picnic? Right. Oh, Shape This Month. Uh, that album cover was a mistake. Yeah. That was funny. That yeah. That album cover was actually a mistake. That that wasn't supposed to be that album cover. Um, I'm gonna tell you a crazy story. I actually really, really used to like. Well, I still do. I like Loose Ends, um, the group Loose Ends. So at the time we was doing the photo shoot for the picnic, we were around the corner from La Cienega or La Brea, and it's a park over there. So we were supposed to make it look like a picnic, and we started fighting and throwing food. This is what it's supposed to look like. It didn't look like that. So the funny part about this story is, so I shoot to the Sizzler. The Sizzler is around the corner. I think it's on the bread. And um, I buy a whole bunch of food from, like, the... (laughs) From the, uh, what do you call it, like the buffet thing, like just so we can make it look like a small picnic table. I spent a whole bunch of money on some bullshit. So the funny part about this story is I saw the dude, Michael, I think his name Michael McIntosh or whatever, the dude from Loose Ends. 
So I'm walking in buying all that stuff. So I'm like, hey, what's up, dog? Like, I'm in a good mood. I'm going to do a photo shoot, buying his food. I see dude, dude hit me with the under the tie, like under your neck, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> the dude from Loose Ends, like, like, hit me with the shut up. Like, don't tell nobody I'm in here. I'm like, huh? Uh, so the dude, fuck you. The guy from whose hands from being a dickhead years ago. <laughs> but that's just a part of the story of me doing that fucking, uh, that, uh, the, uh, the picture. And we're supposed to have food in our hair. But at the end of the day, we chose another picture, but I had left, and they had already ran that, and I couldn't change it. And I hated that. But thanks for thinking it was dope. <laughs> that was a yeah, Callaway right. shirt that I had. <laughs> That wasn't like a Callaway shirt on. That wasn't expensive shirt. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. And, uh, you got any more to uh, Yeah. Um, who or what gives you the, the wish to become a producer? You started with a electro funk. And uh, and what equipment cable you love work on? Uh, do you use COG MS2000 sometimes or something? Yeah, Repeat that yeah. again. He said, uh, who or what gives you the feel to become a producer? And uh, what equipment uh, do you use? Like, do you use stuff like the Korg MS-2000? Or uh, what kind of stuff do you use? Uh, what made me be, what made me do music is, um, music is related to a lot of things. And I first started as doing with with mute with art with drawing, and drawing is like making music. You you can make something from nothing and make it make sense. Music has a sound, and pictures are pictures. You know what I'm saying? So when a song is not clear. A picture is not clear. Where a, 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 a picture is red, a song can have too much bass in it. When a, a picture is blue, the picture song can have too many highs in it. So when when I related those that matrix to sound, I started making drawing with my hands with emotions. That's that's how I end up going from drawing to recreating like I could draw subways and cities you know skyline but now I needed a soundtrack to go with the picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 doing equipment, I'm the type of person I don't study the tool. I study the craft. So I don't I don't get stuck on S B twelve hundreds or get stuck on MPCs or get stuck on a style, because I make it and leave it, and people got to understand it after I abuse it, and they got to figure out how to take it out of that, be better than me at that. I already did it. I showed you how far you can go with SB 1200. American Most Wanted showed you that. So nobody can make a better 12, SB 1200 record ever. So why even try to do it? You, We were dope because of the technology. We used the Yamaha. We had the Akai. Eric, uh, Eric Saller, Vietnam, Eric Vietnam Saller, he had the S-1000, 
stereo. They had, you know what I'm saying? We we all brought our situation together. They didn't even know about the SP1200. They sampled a whole different way. So we used the technology. We had stereo sampling there, and now it's just whatever it is now. It's hard for a person to pick a good sample because every sample is 40 minutes. Like The bomb part of sampling was 2.5 seconds, 5 seconds, old song. Some of them songs we listened to, the best hip-hop songs was made out of 2.5 seconds. That's what stuff I used to use, but I don't really get stuck on equipment because sound makes the equipment work. Yeah. Okay. Right. You could um, probably just take any old fucking drum from anywhere and, and come up with some kind of dope beat, man. Real talk. I mean, because like I said, it's like drawing. You can draw on a pumpkin. Yeah. You know, you can draw on a, a side of a car. But what are you going to draw on the pumpkin? And what, and you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's just how, how the song, when I when I make beats, it, it has a visual to it already. It's not a sound. It's, it's not a song. It's a sound. It's, it's an environment. It, so I don't really care if you dance because when I look at music, you can go into a club, right, and... The song in the club is playing, and it could be like some house music, some shit you don't like, this, right? But my music is the music of the hitman that's going to do something. So while that's music playing, my music is the... And then the girl sees it. She catch on to it, too. They all can hear the fast house music. That's the kind of music I'm trying to make. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You can sit in church and nod to yourself and make your own beat up. I'll tell you what, Jinx. Huge honor talking to you and have you on again, man. Um, I look forward to everything you're doing in the future. And uh, anybody you're, you. you're working with, they're always welcome on the show, same as yourself. I want to give you the platform before uh-huh. we go off into the song Still Chilling off this dope project, uh-huh. Tony the Manifesto. Uh, but um, thanks again, brother. I appreciate you. Hey, man, I think, uh, thank you for having me, and uh, we can get this word out, you know, about the future, and uh, if we prepare ourselves for the future, we won't be left out. You feel me? So a lot yeah. of people want to be famous, but how famous do you want to be when you're not accepted in the future? You know, a lot of people didn't think of that. What are they going to do, what they was going to do with their 15 minutes of fame? They could have they could have set themselves up for the future, but a lot of them just live for today. Today is a good day. The most dudes that are living today made it up a long time ago. We're living their future, <laughs> so just yeah. make a better future for yourself, and you will have a seat. I always say. And thank you for having me on the show. If anybody want to check me out, you can hit me on um, Sir Jinx. DJ Sir Jinx on my um, Instagram, and um, you know, check out my album Tony the Manifesto. There is a story to the to the storyline. There is a reason for that that song to be made. Those albums, those songs to uh, to be there. They're there for everybody, and I'm sure someone could find a song on there that they can relate to. Because I wasn't making it to make people dance. I was making it to make people make new friendships and change their life around. And once again, that's why I want to say this, that, that what's your motivation? 
sky's the limit. Holler if you hear me. If you give, you can get it. If you give, you can get it. You can give it. I can get it. We're all right now if you're with me. And I have made that for positivity. So if you know you're positive now, you can have a seat in the future. Negativity is not going to live in the future. So you have the time to get all your little kicks and nicks out. And, uh, you know, but now this rule is going to be implemented. Can you make a good song inside of the rules that everybody can enjoy? Let's try to do that. Hi, brother. Real talk right there, man. Thanks again, Jinx. This is uh, Still Chillin'. And, again, please support the project, Tony the Manifesto, available right now. Murder Master Music Show, yeah. signing off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something new. We're gonna slide in.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.